You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. He knew everything, and everybody's incrocent. Incros- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intricacies? No. Idiosyncrasies. <laughs> Bam. Nailed it. Grab some poutine and a double-double. It's time for the Two and Out CFL Podcast. Now they have to kick it out, and they do! Every week, Travis Cura. Does anybody still care about this podcast? And Brazilian Tide. Hunters are people, too. Talk fantasy football, bring you the latest in CFL news, and sprinkle in a little bit of nonsense. Are you kidding? This is unbelievable! Ready, set, and we are part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. I'm Travis Curra, joined by Brazilian Ty, who had a birthday yesterday. How are you feeling today, man? Um, Just as crotchety and cranky and get off my lawnish as I have the last couple of years. So, Perfect. I mean, nothing much has changed. <laughs> Perfect. You know what? Yeah. I, I wouldn't feel right if I didn't start the show with what Winnipeg is doing at the game tonight as the BC mm. Lions are in town. Introducing... Pavlov's dog over here. <laughs> the Walby Burger. It is a laundry list of items. It is actually an entire grocery basket. So let's go through this. It's got six burger patties, six chicken tenders, six hot dogs, six pieces of bacon, cheese, pickles, lettuce, fries, onions, tomatoes, and a secret special sauce. All for $45 at IG Field. I I really feel like they missed out on naming this the Walby Warrior. Yeah. Like throwback to the CFL and CBC days. CBC um, might have the uh, old copyright on that bad boy. <laughs> may, they might. Yeah, probably one of the best theme songs ever. Uh, for, for 45 bucks, this is a steal. Like, You're losing the, money if you don't m- buy it. Minus the sauce? This I'm all in on this thing. Like, to be honest, you know what? It, it might not get more people into the stadium. But it's got well, I, people I, I, talking. It's definitely not going to get more. It's definitely not going to get more people in for the NFL preseason game. Oh, low blow. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather buy five of these or one NFL preseason ticket? Is that even a question? Unless it was the Steelers <laughs> in Pittsburgh, I'm buying this ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine times out of ten thousand times. <laughs> You know what? It, it, it's got people talking. Whether they think mm-hmm. it's disgusting and a display of gluttony or they think it's awesome, people are talking about the Bombers, and I'd love to see this from every team. Any press is good press. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, if it, people might show up at the game just to try this. Like, why I don't not? know why they're not sending this. Like, maybe put this, like, when they tweeted this out, maybe tag Joey Chestnut. Oh, yeah. Right? Let's see what happens. Oh, I love this. And I I really hope that our bomber friends... (laughs) We have to make Neely try it. (laughs) Our buddy... I I told him to get one. I'm calling Neely out right now. He has to try to eat this. He said that he might uh, split it with a buddy. Is that acceptable? Yes. <laughs> I will allow it. Awesome. I wouldn't split it. I wouldn't split it with you though, because I would only get like ten percent of it. Yeah, I'd give you a slice of cheese and some lettuce or something. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. All the all the filler. <laughs> I love I love you too. Join two and out for CFL fantasy and CFL pick'em, and show Kura and Ty what you got. They are who we thought they were. Just click cflfantasy.tsn.ca. Enough from talking about it. To be consequences. And pick'em.cfl.ca. All right, let's uh, start things off here. How many kick returns are, go- are we going to see this week? I'm going to start the over/under at point five. Oh, under. No kick returns in week ten for Brazilian tie. Everybody's making adjustments this week. You know why? That's what I kind of think, but. There's been three guys that have two returns in one game this year. You'd think they'd be able to adjust that's, after that. <laughs> that's that's just statistical noise. 
<laughs> and you know what? I hope the streak continues because all eight games in the past two weeks were decided in the final three minutes. The average margin of victory mm-hmm. is 3.6. No bigger win than seven points. I really hope that continues. It's been fun over the past couple of weeks. Well- one hundred percent. It's really hard to turn the TV off, uh, even during even a bad football game that is close is still watchable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it just it just makes it it makes it more entertaining. Like yeah, maybe the foot like you look at the Ottawa Edmonton game, not the best football game anybody's ever played, but it came down to the last possession. Ottawa had a chance, and and you know they they don't pull out the win. But I mean, if if you're a fan of either one of those teams, or even just you know watching the game in general. I mean, it, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. It keeps you. It keeps you interested in the game for for the whole sixty minutes, not just you know, forty five, fifty minutes, and then it's it's a three point game, so you turn it off. Uh, which I mean, in the CFL, three three scores, not like it's possible. Doesn't happen all the time, but it's possible. So you almost don't want to shut it off. Uh, but when the games are that close, you, you have to watch to the end. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are 11-point favorites over the BC Lions. These teams did play in Week 1 in Vancouver, where Winnipeg won uh, by 10. The Bombers remain undefeated at home, and BC comes into this game 1-7. and seven. They have not won a game against the Western team. They have not gone 1-8 since 1996, and the last time they went 1-7 was 2010. And they finished the year seven and three to make the playoffs. Some statistical uh, milestones that Andrew Harris can achieve. He needs 65 yards to become the all-time leader in scrimmage yards for a Canadian. He needs 60 more rush yards to move into 10th all-time for rushing yards. And he seems to be flying under the radar a little bit this season. Mm -hmm. He's on pace for a career-best year again. It's, it's nothing new. It's like a fine wine. <laughs> Absolutely. Really, like, um, and, and I think he goes, no, I don't want to say unnoticed or, or underappreciated, but with the weapons that, and we talk about every week, the weapons that that Winnipeg offense has, uh, and even now their special teams, uh, you know, he just, he's one of those guys, he just fits into the fold and, and it's not a big deal when he has a 100-yard game and a touchdown anymore. It's it's come to be expected. So when he doesn't do that, it's news. And when he has a three-touchdown game, it's news. But if he's rushing for 100 yards and a touchdown, it's just it's another Andrew Harris game. It's it's not going to be a headline. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Like, that's a damn good stat line. And if he's doing that, if he's doing that week in, week out, it's a damn good year. He actually has 322 receiving yards this season already. Last year, he had So four... what you're saying is the 1,000-1,000 is still alive. I think it is. Last year, he had 451 receiving yards throughout the year, which was down from the previous two years. Mm-hmm. But he's only 129 yards behind that right now. He is... He's playing good football right now. He had 1,390 yards on the ground last year. Of course, that is tough to top. But, you know, most teams in this league are, you know, built around the passing offense. The Bombers are built around Andrew Harris. They go as he goes. And as at 32 years old, he's still better mm-hmm. than ever, man. And that's uh, scary. Really? At that age, you usually see professional athletes, whether like even in hockey now, I mean, 32 is old. Yeah. And, and yep. in a game like football, it's, it seems way older. I mean, your average career span for a football player is something like three and a half, four years. Uh, this guy, it seems like he's been around forever. Uh, we were in Winnipeg for Grey Cup in 2015, and he was up for free agency, and everybody was convinced he was coming home to Winnipeg. And then he, he comes home to Winnipeg, puts up the numbers he is, and, and it feels like that was 10 years ago that he's been there and he just he he doesn't mail it in no he competes he competes on each and in each and every game on each and every down uh and you know just the way he plays a game is something that it it's so refreshing i don't want to say other people don't do it but i mean on every down he does everything that's asked of him and he's still putting up the numbers and at 32 that is that is astounding 
Now, uh, going to the BC Lions, they have signed defensive lineman Canadian David Menard, and the defensive line changes don't change there because that's where the Lions have struggled on defense. They have zero mm-hmm. pass rush uh, right now. Doesn't all- help when you're getting held. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still a little sour. <laughs> you know what? I, I saw a conspiracy theory saying that the league's basically intentionally not calling as many uh, calls on returns this year because they wanted more returns. And I got to say, I'm okay with that. If if a guy's but, not getting... But they'll, they'll, but they'll call the penalty to screw somebody out of a million dollars? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one was pretty ticky-tack, too. Uh, Like, if a guy's not getting completely blindsided, cheap-shotted, I'm okay with Mm -hmm. it. Because, I mean, I don't know. I I think the returns are fun. And, you know, for the first time in a while, you still kind of want to make sure there's not a flag. But it seemed like over the past two or three seasons... Every big return, there was a flag there, whether whether it affected the play or not. So I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm not expecting a flag on every play. And I'm still conditioned every time I see a return touchdown to look to the bottom right hand corner right to right. see if there's a because th- the the tsn widget will show flag yeah and i'm still conditioned to do it and i sit there for five seconds and look <laughs> at it and wait and i feel like i miss half the celebration yeah me too <laughs> and, and then i can enjoy it <laughs> now show me that replay <laughs> yeah and then i could tear it apart because there was no flag uh yeah <laughs> uh they've also traded davon coleman who was a monster last year for this team and a conditional eighth-round pick to Toronto for Sean Lemon. Something sounds familiar here, but he is back uh, in BC. Are we recording on July 24th, 2018? Yeah, this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is this, this is, is absolutely this, this, is, this is two years in a row yeah. that this trade has happened. Yeah. But, of, of Sean Lemon going to the BC Lions. For some reason, both of these players have not performed uh, Mm -hmm. to their potential so far this season with their teams. Uh, Lemon, in his case, it kind of seems like he's maybe fallen out of favor in Toronto a little bit because they just weren't playing him at all. But he, when he's on his game, he's one of the best defensive Mm -hmm. linemen in the league. And hopefully getting him back with Odell maybe fires him up again. And, and give, maybe gives him a little bit of a favor, more favorable matchups. You know, him and Odell on that same line, one of them is going to draw a double team, and that leaves the other guy uh, in a one-on-one matchup, which, you know, they're good enough where they should be winning those uh, winning those matchups, not on a regular basis, but like above average amount of times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's, you know, Lemon getting double and it's Odell in the one-on-one or vice versa. And like you said, BC needs help with the pass rush. Uh, you know, they, they you can't get to the quarterback. And it's, you're leaving your corners and your safeties hung out to dry. Uh, so hoping to amend that uh, for the Lions and, and trying to get back on the winning track because uh, they are they're almost out of the playoffs. If, if you like they have one win and, and we're in, we're in we're in week 10 right now. Yeah. Like they could be they could be done in two weeks. Yeah, I, with Saskatchewan coming on with the four-game winning streak, I think only the craziest Ryder fans will not admit that that was a surprise, but yeah. the offense is a strength of that team right now, and mm-hmm. they are... I didn't know who to pick. I didn't know who to pick for quarterback this week because there was no Cody Fajardo. I, <laughs> yeah, he something is... Something I never thought I'd say. He is something else, and... Everybody kind of thought that the Riders were in trouble at the quarterback position and mm-hmm. the Lions were set. And I'm not saying Riley's playing bad. He just doesn't have the support He doesn't have any him. help. Yeah. yeah. And Let's, that's what happens when you spend that much money on a quarterback and, and you're not able to subsidize the rest of your team properly. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Winnipeg, who will still be without Darvin Adams. So I think that's another opportunity for Kenny the King Lawler. But he's actually slowed down the last few weeks, but he still has a catch 
basically, what, every game that he has played. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm okay with that. I, he is, I'm hoping he is averaging 7.6 points a game this season. Hey, for $2,500, yep. I'll take the Not risk. Not too pretty bad. Uh, Cody Speller looks like he's a game-time decision on uh, the offensive line. For the Bombers, mm-hmm. and Mercy Maston will be playing at halfback in place of Chris Humes again. And they've also released uh, national linebacker DJ LaLama, who uh, was offered a spot at the practice roster, and he just ended up turning that one down. It's worth noting that, yeah, the Bombers have not lost at home. I, I kind of think that the spread might be a little generous in Winnipeg's favor, yeah. But these two teams over the past few years have had battles. <laughs> and yeah. I don't see this one being any different, really. No, I, I don't see – I get the 11-point spread. Like, you look at the at, at the home record of the Bombers, BC at 1-7, and seven, hasn't won a game right. against the Western team. Um, but in the last couple weeks, they've been putting up points, haven't really been making a lot of stops late. Uh, but I, I, I see it as a one-score game. I don't see it as eleven. I, I would I would be pounding BC plus eleven right now. That being said, it is a tough spot for BC to be in. They are on a short week, uh, mm-hmm. and they were in Hamilton last week. Traveled back to Vancouver, and at the end of last week's game, Mike Riley was hobbled. Uh, so <laughs> if if Jackson Jeffcoat and Willie Jefferson are going to be down his throat. It might not be pretty for him behind that offensive line. You've convinced me Winnipeg might win this by three scores. I'm almost kind of convinced myself on the fly here. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Trav. Way to go. Now when BC wins, I have somebody to blame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in, a, we're in a league where you have to kind of set things. Uh, one, two, three, four, four being your most confident when you did it for the Arcos against the Eskimos a few weeks ago, who's going to be your four this week? Tell me it's Winnipeg. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It is not. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. I think I know who my uh, four is going to be, and I am i don't know if I feel too good about it either. I don't know if I feel too good about it. So then why are they your four? Oh, I don't feel that good about anyone this week, oh. really. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going 4-0 this week. Okay, okay, just like last week until that missed call on the punt return, right? Um. (laughs) Dude, it's my birthday. (laughs) Edmonton, eight-point favorites in Toronto. Uh, The over-under here set at 50. Edmonton crushed the Argos 26-0 a few weeks ago. The Eskimos are Mm -hmm. 5-3. But it's worth noting that all three of Edmonton's losses have come on the road. They are clearly struggling on the road. And Toronto is set here to have their biggest crowd of the season. The CNE is going on. It's a great deal for them to have uh, uh, checking out an Argos Mm -hmm. game and admission to the CNE at the same time. And I will say this, and I've seen it on Twitter as well, that Argos crowd sometimes they're small, but, man, they are loud. And I feel like they have the most noise instruments in the league oh, per capita. They're loud. Li- if I, it's like Lloyd with liquor stores, right? <laughs> but if I got to listen to that damn horn again. <laughs> I, I just I admire the guy's like, tenacity. My, my, my neighbor might find my remote. Halfway into his living room when I throw it through the wall. Uh, Toronto is coming off the bye. They are one in six, but they're coming off uh, a win a couple weeks ago against the Bombers, I should add. And they're undefeated with Zach Caleros on the team. So, Travis. I mean, does that continue? <laughs> I know I say I'm going to quit like every other episode. <laughs> you actually threatened to quit in a uh, text message this week. Too. I I did, and I don't even remember what it was about, so you're lucky. Julian Fioli Godino. 
Oh, if you if yeah, if you get a Fioli Godino Riders jersey, if he signs, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Tino Sanceri, I can live with. I get it. What you get it? Well, yeah, because he's your favorite. Oh, but <laughs> no, that's Drew Willie. <laughs> get it right. I love Drew Willie. <laughs> Who doesn't? Those eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Ryan Just, Dinwiddie. Get your eyes right. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's 27 degrees in my condo. It's 8:30. <laughs> I worked all day. <sighs> <sighs> You're so angry. <laughs> yeah, man. I just had a real rough morning, and it just escalated. It just snowballed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm embracing the dark side right now. Don't tell me that the Argos don't have a chance here. They do not have a chance. You know that they do. This is what you said. They, this is what we all they, said against Winnipeg. They don't. Come on. It's a one-off. I shot a 79, and then the next day I shot a 92. This is Toronto's 92. They beat Edmonton last year. So did everybody else. <laughs> they went 9-9. Nine and nine. <laughs> Um, James Wilder Jr. is back after missing the last two games. He did miss practice late last week due to flight issues, mm-hmm. or as I read, leaving his passport on a plane. Been there. <laughs> we were already in Canada, so I was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> all three of Edmonton's losses have come on the road, and Javon Santos Knox is eligible to come off the six-game injured list, but he hasn't practiced all week. Fonte Diggs has looked really good at linebacker, so mm-hmm. I kind of think that he might keep the job, kind of no matter what. <sighs> Are you saying that somebody's going to lose their job to injury? Because that, that can't happen in sports. That's that, against all of the rules. That never happens, does it? It should happen every time if the guy's better. I don't think it should even be a question. Not saying that Vontae Diggs is better, but, I mean, if they have the depth, I mean, well, it's, a it's good not problem. hurting them, there's no reason. It's totally a good problem to have. I'm just uh, scrolling oh, yeah. through Argos seasons, and yes, they have beaten Edmonton uh, each of the last few years. So, so Edmonton's due to go two and zero. Don't tell me. Actually, the Argos play well at Commonwealth Stadium, uh, except for oh the yeah, we saw that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you put all your confidence in it. Is th- is that why you're scared to say that the Argos have a shot here? <laughs> Maybe. I, I think we saw last week, well, at least in the first half, that the ball can be moved against the mm-hmm. Argos defense. And, well, and, and I think I think McLeod Bethel Thompson has proved defense. that he can move the ball. Oh, yeah. And not necessarily put up the points and score, but they are moving the ball downfield and, and putting the pressure on defenses. Not closing out drives per, per se, but they can move the football. Oh, yeah. Bethel Thompson... He he's had three hundred yard games and he he looked mm-hmm. good against uh, the Bombers. It's the Eskimo defense that has looked uh, really dangerous. And Ottawa was moving it in the first half last week. Uh, I really kind of thought that you'd have a tough time running mm-hmm. on them, but Ottawa was able to do that with John Crockett. So maybe if they can get Wilder going. That they they have a shot here, but you know what? The Eskimos aren't finishing drives. They can no, throw. And that's been the story of the Eskimo season the last three years. You know what? You can throw the ball forty times all you want, but if you're not getting if you're not touchdowns, getting in the end zone, yeah, it's really hard to win a game with field goals unless you have Lewis Ward. Yeah, <laughs> which we're not even we don't even bring it up anymore because we don't want to jinx it. But it's almost like. It's never going to end, and I, I, I don't think I don't think it ever will. It's just magic. It's oh, it's it's something. In your opinion, what do the Argos need to do to win this? Score more points at Edmonton. That uh, would be <laughs> my, my point number one. Ocha's Warriors. Um, <laughs> yeah, where's John Gruden? <laughs> um. They they need to get James Wilder Jr. going. You, you can't 
hand the ball off to him eight times and then abandon it. Uh, they need to wear down that front seven uh, for Edmonton and, and get them get them to commit to the run a little bit and let and that'll open stuff up for Bethel Thompson. I mean, he's got our money. Edwards, S.J. Green, Darrell Walker, uh, you know, Levi Noel. When everybody's healthy, that receiving core is really damn good. And if if they can have a more balanced attack where defenses can't just key in on the pass and they have to respect the run, uh, this team can do some damage. And they got to finish drives. They have to finish drives. Absolutely. Uh, SJ Green got going in the last game against Winnipeg. If they mm-hmm. keep him going against Edmonton and Darrell Walker's going to want to perform against his old team. Well, Armani Edwards, SJ Green, and Darrell Walker uh, average over 13.5 points per game against the Eskimos. That's pretty, pretty good. It is not bad when all three of the receivers yeah. are doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just trying to talk myself into a close game because the Qu- last quit. eight have been Quit close, doing it because you're starting to change my mind too, and I don't like it. I might uh, set the Argos as my one this week. Four. It's all in or nothing, man. No, Four, it's not. go home. <laughs> Go big or go home. <laughs> Just like me, I'll pick them. My confidence is 100 for every game. <laughs> That's why you're ahead out. of me, because I'm pretty sure my percentage is better than yours, but I set mine for like hey, 25 me, me, me. or 50. And yeah, because you're, you're a little sis. You're I a little am. sissy. I am. <laughs> commit. You're married. You should be able to Commit. <laughs> This episode of Two and Out is brought to you by ATB Financial, who has the no-fee, all-in digital account. You can bank, borrow, save, all-in-one account, zero monthly fees. They've also got the line of credit in that account if you can qualify from $5,000 to $50,000. That sounds like an awesome line of credit, if I'm being honest. How many Big Macs can I get for that? Because I'm pretty sure they had $3 Big Macs on the app. So I wish I knew what a line of credit was. <laughs> I, I really get... need to listen to that adulting podcast, don't yes, I? Yes, you do. I, you can get uh, <laughs> like 16,600 Big Macs at uh, $3 a piece with that line of credit. I'm not saying. <laughs> do you get your Big Macs with cheese? You get your Big Macs without cheese? Dude, I don't get Big Macs. (laughs) Yeah, there's too much sauce, lettuce, and onions on it for you. Hey, I like onions. Even though those onions are like uh, add water. uh... Yeah, they're not good onions. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you in middle school eating an onion like an apple. Yeah, I I, I don't understand why I didn't have a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ATP Financial, the no-fee, all-in digital account, makes digital banking a breeze. You got the no-fee, no minimum balance, and unlimited digital transactions and free interact e-transfers. You get interest on the balances over $1,000 as well. So get all the info you need on the no-fee, all-in digital account at ATB Financial. At ATB.com. Third game of the week has the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Two and a half point favorites over the Ottawa Red Blacks. It's the first game of the year. And with the rivalry that these teams have had Mm -hmm. basically since Ottawa has come back into the league. It's the live mic game. Simone Lawrence is mic'd up. And I think the presentation this year on the mic games just overall has been a lot better. I've really enjoyed it. I like the fact that they're miking a defensive player as well. And I think they've stopped uh, the split screen. And that was going to be my next thing. If that split screen comes back, <laughs> it's so it, it's so hard to watch. It I is. I feel like my eyes... I feel like... I feel like Steve Buscemi in every Adam Sandler movie where his eyes go the opposite <laughs> direction of each other. Like, I feel like that... I, like, I feel like i got to watch, watch TV like that. That's a great reference. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Uh, Hamilton is six and one. Ottawa three and five. And speaking of linebackers in this game, watch out for Avery mm-hmm. Williams, second in the CFL with 52 tackles, three fumble recoveries, four tackles for a loss. He has been a monster. Those, 
Those are Taylor Loeffler numbers. <laughs> Your boy. <laughs> My man. Is he on Twitter? We got to get him on the podcast so you can crush over him. What would you ask him? I, I, don't, I don't even know if I'd be able to talk. <laughs> be like when I met Fernando Pisani at the brew house. I couldn't even. You couldn't speak? That was after he scored 14 goals in the 06 playoffs. It was like three years later. It was ask McQuid, man. I bumbled my way through saying hi. Three I years later. I forgot what number he wore. Like they, It was a trivia question to win a prize. Like, what number did Pisani wear? I'm like, uh. Yeah. It's 34. I know that. I just choked. Man, just worshiping a player. Worshiping a player that couldn't even win a cup. Yeah, dude, welcome to my life. I'm an Oiler fan. <laughs> um, like, oh, we, look out. Here comes Tommy Sallow. <laughs> we should mention uh, for the Tiger Cats that Delvin Bro has not practiced this week. Yeah, that is a big loss for the Tiger Cats secondary, but that defense is full mm-hmm. of uh, ball hawks right now. And David Ungerer third is making a lot of noise at practice. He's kind of just waiting his turn. I, I hope that he gets to contribute this year, but he they, they want to play him at slot back, and if they do get him in there, that's a game changer if you got a Canadian at that position. Mm-hmm. It, it's huge. Uh, you know, you, you can start an extra American on the offensive line if you want. Uh, you can you, you can do a whole lot of things when you have when you have that kind of flexibility if he's able to produce. I mean, they're not just going to pluck a body in there. Uh, but like you said, he's the way he's been performing at practice. Uh, I think it's going to be sooner rather than later that w- we see this we see this happen. And I mean, he was a highly touted draft pick uh, we, when we had Marshall Ferguson on. Uh, he seemed pretty excited about the pick. So, uh, but yeah, like you said, having a Canadian at, at that position. Uh, it just opens up the doors for so many possibilities. It's just uh, they've got a lot of depth at receiver with Banks, mm-hmm. Tasker. Uh, I mean, you're going to throw Acklin and Braylon Tucker Addison. and Addison in there. And they haven't even got Tasker going. He's been a non-factor no. this year. Yeah, it's. I don't want to say disappointing because... They've, they've, they're they six and one. <laughs> but it's just... It's just not what we were expecting. We were expecting right. Banks and Tasker to run the show again. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with maybe Dane Evans is a little more comfortable throwing to Brandon Banks. Masoli was your number one quarterback. He knew everything, and everybody's incrocent. Incro, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intricacies? Syn- no. Idiosyncrasies. <laughs> Bam! Nailed it. Man, I was never going to get that. <laughs> no, I didn't think you <laughs> would. I speak for a living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he knew, you know, he, he, he knew guys' breaks and when they would be out of breaks and when they, like, the routes, the exact time to throw the ball for Banks, Tasker, Mike Jones, Braylon, guys like that. With Dane Evans, he might not be as versed in that offense yet. It'll come. I think I think it's just a matter of time. It's it's going to be reps, but right now he's just the most comfortable with Brandon Banks. As I for think. as for Ottawa, uh, the Red Blacks have added Stefan Logan to their practice roster. Was released by Montreal a few weeks ago, and Devontae hopefully Dedman he deletes hurt. his Twitter. <laughs> well, he he was firing his mouth off on Instagram too, so maybe uh, <laughs> oh boy, maybe just social media in uh, in general there. But Devontae Dedman. Uh, is hurt, and mm-hmm. they put Julian Fioli Gadito on returns last week. Not a good spot for him. I've never seen. There's been teams this year where a guy starts one week and is released the next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get how that that happens. But Fioli Gadino uh, has been let go. He's shown flashes, but. He's had uh, some tough drops this year with Ottawa, yeah. but as a Canadian, he might show up somewhere else this year still. I, I, I think the fact that he, his passport is going to keep him employed. He's not he's not the best receiver, uh, but he's serviceable. He, he he can make a couple catches for you a night. Uh, you know, we've seen him have big gains, but they're few and far between. Uh, but the fact that, you know, he does have a Canadian passport uh, makes a big difference. And he's my boy. If he signs in Saskatchewan... That's a jersey purchase. You, 
Yeah, you'll need to find a new co-host. <laughs> uh, Moses Madu was actually taking first-team reps earlier this week. It is expected that John Crockett is good to go, but still a situation to keep your eye on. And R.J. Harris <laughs> is on track to return in this one. And that's going to at least help out Sinopoli and Dominic Rimes a little bit. It can't hurt. That I, I don't know what else. Like RJ, this offense is missing RJ Harris right now, in in the worst way. Yeah, they need something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this game is going to be a hard hitting game where both mm-hmm. teams do not like each other. That's I all I can might, promise. We might see some fifteen yard penalties. Yeah, I one. think that's a just good, a hunch. That's a good just guess. a hunch. Uh, what's yeah, the over like, under on those? One and a half. Two and I'll take the over. Oh, two and a half. You're going to set it at. I might. I. How do you know? <laughs> you actually listen to what I say. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the nicest guy on this podcast. If you could see my face now, you'd know that I had nothing to say. <laughs> I have no rebuttal. No rebuttal. <laughs> Calgary home to Montreal for the last game of the week. Uh, they're seven and a half point favorites. The last time the Montreal dare. don't you dare won Travis at McMahon <sighs> Stadium was the 2009 Grey Cup. Mm-hmm. Next. B.J. Cunningham has undergone <laughs> wrist surgery and is likely gone for the season. That is a blow to the Montreal Alouettes. That is massive. It just feels like, you know, one step forward, two steps back. They mm-hmm. they get some momentum here, some wins, and then they get slapped with injuries. Yeah, and B.J. Cunningham, like, the way he can stretch the field and, and make plays, is just, that's a huge loss for this offense. Uh, gives guys, though, like Quan Bray and Jake Weineke a chance to step up and, and take those reps. I think Quan Bray may be more in the B.J. Cunningham role than, than Wynicke would be. Uh, but, I mean, that everybody slots one up, and, and, you know, Eugene Lewis now has to produce a lot more. And, and you know, if if Stanback is healthy and, he, well, you know, if Stanback or Johnson are, are healthy and they, they produce like they have been, the offense won't be as affected because they can rely on the run a little more and then throw when they have to and kind of have – get teams to bite on the run and run some play action stuff. Uh, but if, if they can't, if they can't establish a, a run game, it's going to be really hard for either Adams or Pipkin uh, to get the ball out when you lose your biggest playmaker. Stanback was out last week and he left Wednesday's practice early. They, they seem hopeful that he's going to play. I kind of wonder if they're not going to give him the workload that mm. he has had at times this season, and I think Johnson has had success when he's had the ball. Either way, they're in tough against a Calgary defense, but a Calgary defense that could be without uh, the league's leading tackler in Corey Greenwood, who has missed practice, mm-hmm. and also Winton McManus has missed practice as well. So the linebacking core for Calgary, those guys, there's a chance that they play. McManus missed last week. Nate Hawley came in and uh, actually looked pretty good for the Stampeders, but they are banged up either way. And the Owls could be getting Devere Posey and Vernon mm-hmm. Adams back this week. They are at practice. Uh, I think Adams is a big change. The Alouettes need to roll with him, need to keep him healthy, but they need to get yep. Devere Posey. He is a guy with burners, and uh, they need to get him making big plays. If they can get Devere Posey back in the lineup, he is a natural placement for B.J. Cunningham, obviously. Um, it would be nice to have both of them healthy for sure. Uh, but Posey coming back and you lose B.J., the loss of B.J., it will be big. But if if Posey's able to stay healthy and come back, uh, he, he lessens the blow for sure. A lot of eyes on Calgary practice this week, too, because... Because well, they have 30 guys injured. <laughs> it's crazy that they're able to keep doing what they're doing. Because yeah. the, the losses in the offseason, the losses continue to pile up on the injured list. But Don Jackson has uh, returned from the sixth game, had a concussion 
Seems like he's good to go. It seems like he's going to get the start here, and he has struggled to start the season, and they've kind of struggled mm-hmm. to get the running game going at all. So they're yeah. going to want to get him going. But Kadeem Carey was also back at practice as well. But the big one is Bo Mitchell, uh, who has practiced this week. He's kind of been limited. He practiced on Tuesday, woke up Wednesday with some soreness in his pectoral muscle. <laughs> Oh, maybe. No, not there. (laughs) It's no muscle there. Uh, You just wake up with soreness every day? Uh, Like my shoulder blades, because I always sit hunched over to play video games. (laughs) There's a lot of of stress there, and I sleep on my stomach. So, like, my lower back, because it, it, like, goes like a U, right? Because my mattress is so old, and I'm too cheap, and I'm too cheap to buy a new one. Uh, yeah, so like, my spine's like a C, and my shoulder blades are like just all hunched. I'm like, I'm like the I'm like Quasimodo in the mornings. <laughs> I love how oh I'm choking. I love how you know what the issue is, but just do nothing to change. It. You you want to try to get a mattress up four flights of stairs? Because I've already done it once. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Can't you tie it to a rope and bring it up the balcony? Did we not just talk about how sore my shoulders are? Why don't you get an Endy? They come in a box. And I, I could do that, but then I got to buy a new bed frame, and then uh. I'm probably going to get a queen size because I only have a I only have a double right now. It's a lot of work. I'm laying on a king size bed right now. Must be nice. <laughs> do you talk about getting a mattress upstairs? <laughs> it is. It I can barely make it up the stairs with like a coke, let alone a mattress. <laughs> so Bo was sore on Wednesday. Yeah, back to the point at hand here. <laughs> he, I, I, I don't think he's going to play. I, I, I think it's smart to keep him out for the bye. Yeah, even if you lose this game, you're still five and four. You're in a playoff yeah. spot. Uh, he has an extra week with the bye. And you hit it hard Labor Day and, you know, st- start the run again with Bo Levi Mitchell healthy. Because I, 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 if, if you put him in and it's a little too early and Montreal gets to him, like the Montreal defensive line hasn't been terrible this year. No. Um, and John Bowman somehow, some way is still getting sacks. Um, I wouldn't want to be putting Bo Levi Mitchell in that position to, to the point where he could injure himself further. If he's sore, right, if he's sore Wednesday morning, well, what what happens when he when he takes a hit on that on that peck in the second quarter and can't come back? Yeah, today's practice on Thursday is going to tell a lot mm-hmm. about his availability as a betting man. I maybe he dresses. I don't know, but I I don't think he's gonna. I don't I don't even think he'd dress him because then if something happens to Arbuckle, he can he's going to want to go. Yeah. If he's not dressed and if something happens to Arbuckle, then Cozart goes in and, and you just you take it out of Bo Levi's hands, yeah. I think, at this point. You have a buy coming up. You tell him what the plan is. He buys in, and I'm sure he would buy in. You know, let's get back, let's get back to 100% before you go back out there and start taking reps. Markeith Ambles also less, left a Wednesday's practice after twisting his ankle. That could mean oh another opportunity for one of the young receivers on the yeah. roster. Uh, that list is long. <laughs> it's it's crazy. They, they they keep performing though. This defense has come yep. together, and the offense and even, is doing even when what they, they need even to Even when do. they don't perform, even when they don't perform on the offensive side of the bar, ball, guys like Michael Klukas are tipping onside kicks, and you know making a play on the ball to to complete a comeback win against BC. Yeah, and enough can't be said about uh, Terry Williams and the yep. uh, field position he continually gives mm-hmm. them uh, on yeah. special it, teams. They, more more often than not, and I, I know that they've lost three games, but they are able to win all three phases of a football game. Like, and it just seems with relative ease some nights, especially when Bo was healthy. Oh yeah, uh, Maver right. and Paredes. I mean. Yep. Those the, guys are the dynamic duo. Yep. Yeah, and then, and then you have you have Terry Williams on the returns. Yep. And then your offense your offense with you know Rogers when everybody's healthy, Rogers, Bagleton, Sindani, Jawan Breskison, like Marquise Ambles, like I mean, pick me a better receiving core than what Cal- it doesn't matter who Calgary trots out there, 
they, they perform. And I know a lot of that has to do with Bo Levi Mitchell, but <laughs> Kamar Jordan's uh, waiting too. <laughs> I, I I forget about Kamar Jordan because we haven't talked about him all year because he's out for the year. But every week I see him as that like the highest costing Calgary receiver. He's still there, yeah. With, a, with with a red cross beside his name, and like, why is he even on here? You can't put on guys that are on. You know that are practicing throughout the week and are probably going to be on the depth chart until like an hour before the game. But you That's leave Kamar worse. Jordan on there. <laughs> uh, why? Why do you have to make me angry? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I think be. Jordan will be returning in the second half of the year. I think at uh, some point. At some point, I think he'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if he's going to be an impact right away? But that's just yeah, they've still got players that uh, can come in yeah. and make. You, an you don't impact. need to rush him back right now. That's for sure. Yeah. They've also signed a defensive lineman, Anthony Johnson, who has played uh, what about twenty-two games in the National Football League. He is a defensive lineman, so they're adding some beef there as well. All right, Ty, uh, pick your winners. Winnipeg, Edmonton, Hamilton, Calgary. Oh, that one hurt. <laughs> I almost want to pick Toronto. If you pick them, they have to be your four. You got to go all in. You can't. I can't do that. Can't or won't? Won't. <laughs> <laughs> Just Edmonton has been crap on the road. Yeah, but it's Toronto. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm. Just, You're not gonna do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing oh it. Oh my god! Winnipeg, Toronto, Hamilton, Calgary. There's got to be an upset. <laughs> well, okay, fine. Uh, Montreal to cover seven and a half. Like, there's your upset. <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> How about the BC Lions zero and six inside the West? That, that is ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous when you really think about it. Uh, the Canadian Football Podcast Network Fantasy Challenge has me against Brian from the BC Lions Den. I believe he's 5 mm. 3 and 1. You are against the 8 and 1 juggernaut, Empire Andrew, who tries to play it cute every yeah. week. Oh, I'm, I'm getting lucky. I'm getting. You're, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> You know, oh, I just, I just got lucky. I just got lucky. Highest no. points point total every week. Oh, I'm just getting lucky. Oh, stop lying. <laughs> if I if I got lucky as much as Andrew, Jesus. <laughs> okay, what what's your lineup look like? <laughs> okay, this might come as a bit of a surprise to you, um, but I'm going Trevor Harris, C.J. Gable. You're Christian Jones, Tavares Daniels, S.J. Green, Tavon Smith, and the Alouettes defense. Guess how much money I have left over. <laughs> it's going to be close to zero. <laughs> it's right at zero. I oh. finally did it. Is that why you're doing it? Uh, once I, I literally had, like, I had my lineup set. And I'm like, oh, but this is the money I got left. And I look, I'm like, I have 6394 left. I look at my spreadsheet, 6394. Oh, a green at 13.7 point. Okay. Let's do that. Get to zero. Bang. Done. Not touching it. Wow. Not a big deal. I, I really like Christian Jones. He, uh, he always catches it. It looks like on the run, picks his lane, and just goes. Just goes. Yep. So, so now that, this reverse field run ninety yards to get five. Yeah. So that trade that you know, I think it kind of benefits both teams when he uh, mm -hmm. was traded to the Eskimos for Kenny Stafford. It's a really interesting deal. Uh, but with Martise Jackson being hurt, you are you're banking on Jones making a nice return or two this week. I, I'm I'm playing the thick pen card. Okay. It's like I did a couple weeks ago when I switched him out for Powell and just hoped for the best, and he outscored Powell by one because he had the return touchdown. Okay, so my lineup right now is Matt Nichols, John Crockett, Andrew Harris, Tavares Daniels, Kenny the King Lawler. I've got Deron Carter in there, but that's just oh. temporary, I think. Uh, and I got the Ticats defense against uh, – Yeah. 
Dom Davis and the Ottawa Red Blacks. They're only $3,800. So. That's fair. But that's $63 left. I, I don't feel good about... Uh. I only feel good about Andrew Harris. <laughs> that's, I love your confidence. <laughs> so this is a lineup where I'm not... Uh, Kidding, I might dedicate about 12 hours to before the first game. <laughs> Great, so I should expect 100 text messages of different combinations. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what you'll be getting. you just be interrupting my Madden franchise all day. <laughs> how's, your fa- how's your franchise? Uh, I'm in like year 2024. I haven't won a Super Bowl yet. What? Uh, but Are I you set, all simming? I sim. I, I play a lot of games, and then I lose, and I sim, and like once I go, like I'll be eight zero, so I'll, I'll play every game, and then I'll lose one. And I just say screw it, and I sim the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm all about draft and development, though. I'm all about draft and development. Okay, okay. Uh, what team? Who else? The six-time Super Bowl champion Pittsburgh Steelers. Not a big deal, other than. Other than the one year Oakland beat them in the AFC Championship and won the Super Bowl and put the AFC Championship game score on their rings. <laughs> I want to buy that game and uh, just relocate somebody to Winnipeg or something. I always go to Edmonton. Is Edmonton a choice? It used to be. Okay. Who wants to go to Winnipeg? <laughs> I do to try that burger. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, your top top quarterbacks this week, Mike Riley, Trevor Harris, and Bo Levi Mitchell. So, I mean, let's put Matt Nichols there then instead. Uh, 22, 19 and a half, and 13.4. Running backs, James Wilder Jr., Andrew Harris, Terry Williams, and then Devaris Daniels, Brian Burnham, and Brandon Banks uh, for your wide receivers. Oh, I got to get some Brandon Banks in there. Yeah, at $14,000, good luck. <laughs> Without Cody Fajardo. Yeah, that screws me. I might go Arbuckle maybe then. Um, (laughs) We are a part of the Alberta Podcast (laughs) Network, powered by ATB. Check out all the great shows at albertapodcastnetwork.com. How about the show, Let's Do Coffee? Have a virtual coffee with student entrepreneurs and Nate alumni. uh, Aren't you a Nate alumni? I am a Nate alumni. Hmm. How do I get on this show? Uh, you you need a new agent. <laughs> you need to call Drew Rosenhaus. <laughs> it is presented by Nate's Maji Center uh, for new venture and student entrepreneurship. So check that out. Also, I guess if you want to buy any tickets for CFL's Week 10, a seatgiant.ca promo code APN you're going to save 5% at checkout and you're going to support the Alberta Podcast Network in the process so uh, we got WWE coming through Alberta next month concerts mm-hmm. comedy shows football games seatgiant.ca Canadian dollars promo code APN don't get too crazy this week Ty we'll talk to you Monday okay no promises <laughs> rate review subscribe on any podcatcher Monday, 8 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.